This podcast is proudly part of the Kaiju Ramen Podcast Network. If you'd like to check out more Kaiju and Tokusatsu goodness, go to kaijuramenmedia.com. And Shin! Standing by. Complete. Greetings, heroes of the internet. I'm Nathan. I'm Protosonic. And I'm Crownless King OP. And this is Henshin Men, a podcast that celebrates Japanese superheroes and their high-flying and high-kicking adventures. In this installment, we will be discussing... Kamen Rider Episode 80 and 81. Gel Shocker debut. Kamen Rider's last day. Guru Shoka Surushin Kamen Saigo no Hai. A camping trip with Rider Girls go away, with bloody water and Shocker goons dead all around. It's up to Kamen Rider and the gang to solve this mystery, but a detour leads to a dead end. And as General Akbar would say, it's a trap. With their driver dead, Crab Bat reveals that Gel Shocker has taken over the world domination business from Shocker with the power of multicolored goons. The clock is ticking to stop Crab Bat, Gel Shocker, and even an exploding truck. Switchblaze included. heroes of the internet you've just heard a couple of new voices to the podcast well that's because i have with me a couple of guests i have crownless king op and proto sonic from the that other toku podcast i don't know if i should say the that other i, I don't know how to <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> Not just from so that gay. other toku podcast that's how i should have led with it <laughs> that is no problem whatsoever i mean yeah. every, every, a lot of people get that mixed up so even <laughs> sometimes if i look up the podcast online sometimes i'll write the instead of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the other toku podcast actually that's actually just about as funny it's when i when i found your guys' show i think you i, try, I think we connected on twitter and you know, I started giving your show a listen. It's like I see what I see the humor of this. It's one of those we sound clever by not sounding clever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, it's like we wanted to be different. How could we be different? It's just let's call us that other Toku podcast. Oh, yeah, that one. Mm, yeah. yeah, it's like we're that one. Like, oh, you want to talk about Armor Hero or Tamika Rescue Fire Hero or whatever it's called? We're that group. Yeah. You're those guys. <laughs> At that time, I tried to talk about the adult tokusatsu, but I couldn't speak very well because I was too nervous to, I don't know, to almost get canceled for that. But anyway... <laughs> Hey, there will be no cancellation from me. Now, my friend Kaiju Kim, on the other hand, I, I she likes canceling my co-host on the power trip at the very least. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> it's a running joke. <laughs> Watch her videos on YouTube and you'll understand. But anyway, it's a pleasure having you guys on here. And I, this actually came about, I think, about a month or so ago. One of you, yeah. I'm guessing it was Proto. Proto, you run the Twitter, right? Yeah, I run the Twitter. I usually just be like, retweet this and hey, watch our show that. Yeah, and you saw that I was going to be taking over the show basically full time from my co-host Travis. And you know there were going to be some changes to the show. And you're like, hey, if you want a collab, let us know. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what episodes of Common Writer do you guys want to come on and talk about? <laughs> Yeah, and we once again we really do appreciate just the opportunity to be on here, like for this collaboration. I, I, I like to say it like this: like it's always great to collab with other groups, especially within right. the Toku community, because mm -hmm, like yeah. it's like you get to see a new perspective on some of these shows, mm -hmm. whether good, bad, or funny. Yeah, and I can practice my English. <laughs> yes, because you are coming to us live from Mexico. I hope that. You know, you don't mind me saying that, but <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm okay with whatever. Sometimes I worry about getting canceled too. Just saying. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. Don't worry, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I, I took a couple of years of Spanish when I was in college. Yeah. I unfortunately I've gotten really rusty since then, but <laughs> don't worry. Uh, so we're kind of in the same position, I guess you could say, just with different languages. So, but we're you know we're trying our hand at watching a Japanese show. So I guess we're both we're all well not both we're all equally as lost, right? <laughs> at <Yeah>. points. <laughs> uh, so I'm actually glad that I get to have some guests on because this, as I mentioned in the previous episode, this is the beginning of a new arc in the original Kamen Rider and kind of a new era as well. And it's also the beginning of the final stretch of episodes. Yeah. I actually thought that was interesting. It's like looking at the episodes, it's like, wow, this is kind of getting towards the end. And it's very interesting to see like, Oh, we're going from shocker to gel shocker. Uh, see, I've been wondering about the pronunciation of the name for a while. Yeah, and I was true. like, because my, my English-speaking brain sees that and says gel. Yeah, I mean, like gelatin, I them. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking that, too. Or yeah. gyro. There you go, gyro. Yeah, yeah or gyro. Yeah. Also, it's that, you know, thinking... it's that uh, Greek influence on the English language. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that, too. But, you know, instead of gel, I was thinking in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that too. I have hell shocker. That seems almost more appropriate to be honest. But yeah. if you pay attention to the actors when they're saying the name, they pronounce it like a regular G. So gel shocker. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. I, don't worry about I'm not it. Lie. I That's didn't. Fine. I didn't notice that whatsoever. My brain. My brain probably heard just gel instead of saying gel. Uh, oh well. I mean. Trust me, it's kind of like in Ultraman where you have the evil Ultraman who's been showing up um, bugging a bunch of people and nobody can agree if it's pronounced Belial or Belial. Yes, or in Ultraman Trigger, like like my, you want to say Ultraman Trigger, but I know the actor, he says Trigger. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm? Like, my brain wants to say trigger. Yeah. Even in the song, it's or, called Pull the Trigger. Yeah, or, yeah, or it's... 
I want to say Ultraman Z, but they say Ultraman Z because outside of the United States, the last letter of the English alphabet is called Z. Yeah. Well, in some places, Mexico doesn't work like that, but that doesn't that doesn't mean something here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it's just a matter of do you want to pronounce it how you would do how you would pronounce it more properly in English, or do you want to go with how the Japanese actors are attempting to say it? Because the, a lot of these names are foreign. And they may not necessarily pronounce it correctly, but they don't know <laughs> necessarily. So I don't hold that against them. So yeah, Gel Shocker, yeah. Gel Shocker. I frankly don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a little confused about how this came about. So previous episode, Shocker literally gets blown up. The Shocker leader, the mysterious Shocker leader, just says, "I'm done with this." blow it all up and start it over. And so we're introduced to this rebranded Shocker with a new set of villains other than Crabbat. Crabbat has been appearing for a couple of episodes. Okay. Lead up and, to this. What I don't get is who the heck is Geldum and why do I care? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. Well, like, wait, what? Yeah. yeah, you know, I was confused, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, because they're acting like Geldum <laughs> is something significant because they're, you know, they're having this evil corporate merger here with Shocker. And I'm like, who are these people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they kept talking about General Black this and General Black that. I'm just like, okay, wait, who is this guy? Like, you keep talking about him. But, I mean, you find out later on in the episode, like, but like I thought about what you said about that merger and it's like, well, you know, with this merger, apparently people are being fired. And <laughs> I mean, these shocker goons, eh, they getting fired for good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I just and this is another one of those moments where I'm watching this and I just I have to tell myself, obviously, 70s Japanese sensibilities are very different because. Common Rider is supposed to be, I'm guessing, at least a family show, and this episode opens with mass executions. You're right. And at least one <laughs> Shocker Goon was like, yo, help me. Why aren't you helping me? It's like, you the yeah. bad guy. Why am I helping you? And it's like, oh, oh, he, as they would say, he's sleeping with the fishes. No uh, pun yeah, intended. Well, not much is left of him because uh, uh, after that, uh, he's a pool of blood in that lake. And just what is going on? I, I will say, you know, I'm 80 plus episodes deep into this show now. And these two episodes have shaken things up. They do not follow the formula as strictly as most of the previous episodes have been doing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> and once again, it's like that idea, like mass execution of shocker goons. Like, is this really for the kids? But it's like go back to Ultraman in like early like sixties, oh, early seventies, where you're like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna shoot my ultra beam, and wow, the monster's head just fell off, and blood is going everywhere. Ooh, I for the kids, yes, for the kids. I there's a there, there is a poor monster in Ultraman Ace who literally got. Sliced in half, top to bottom. 
Okay, I'm not going to lie. I, I just watched that episode two days ago. I know what episode <laughs> you're talking about. Yeah. It's like the last episode. He's just like, oh, let me use my, let me use my blade and just. Yeah, all, my energy buzzsaw. Yeah, he just throws that. And then all of he, the suit literally splits open and this thing's, all of this thing's rainbow colored innards just, just spill all over the place. I'm like, <laughs> what the frick and it's usually, and they are usually kids over there too. They're like, "Yeah, go, Ultraman, Ace." I mean, I think it is it's still, it's still, it's their style to show everything in that side of the world. I mean, for example, if I, I, I'm going to use a lot of examples from Mexico, and when we have our shows, and uh, they are directly from the United States, and some stuff they are translated here and. Some stuff don't make some mo- some much sense to be honest, mm-hmm. and something like that. For example, they show blood, guts, and whatever. And for example, when I was watching Camera Rider Zero One mm-hmm. in the first episode, when what was called what was his name? The Eagle Pink White, the pink guy. Oh, used, Jen. Yeah, Jen uses a, a Glock. To kill a gun, and they was like, "What? They use oh, guns?" <laughs> yes, all oh, that. I, that's the thing. I, that's why I love Jen. He's like, I like whether he's his original form or where he's like all sharp and dapper. He still got that Glock on him. <laughs> he's Glock <Yeah>. nine millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was actually something I was remarking on in the previous episode because it. I can't. I'm like, I can't believe it took me nearly ep- eighty episodes to question this. But why don't shocker goons have guns? <laughs> they have everything else, but they don't have guns. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They can create monsters. They can create viruses and all that stuff, but they don't have guns. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I don't know if you guys are, are familiar with. Uh, have you guys ever heard the term Kenny? Yes. No. Okay. Ocralis. Kenny is a term that actually was started by Mystery Science Theater when they were poking fun at the old Gamera movies. Yeah. And then it became a term in the kaiju fandom community. It's a term for annoying children in kaiju films. I have taken that and have adapted it to different franchises. So if you look at, if you see here in my notes, I say the common Kenny. That's what I call all the kids who just show up in the show. They're the common Kenny. Oh. <laughs> so the writer kid core, which is something that got started about 10 episodes previous, I call them the common Kenny force. <laughs> <laughs> and we have another one. Get a common Kenny here who finds the poor girls and the forest full of dead shocker goons. I'm like, this kid's going to need therapy for years. <laughs> At least he didn't faint. He was like, first up, look at the girls. Oh, they are knocked out. Next up, time to press the button. We need help. (laughs) Yeah. 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 At least they've moved up with that because when they started, they used messenger pigeons. Oh, God. How long? uh, I'm just thinking how (laughs) long that would take now. No, this would be like if they had this, if they still had this now in like 2022, it's like, oh, let me just text Common Rider on the Common Rider app. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which they do in Dino Fury for Power Rangers. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I still gotta I gotta catch up on Dino Fury. Well, I, I, will I say actually, that. well, they have a hotline. So, like, if anyone spots a monster, they call the Power Ranger hotline and report you it. You know what? That's very clever. That's <laughs> that's how that's how they should do it. That's how that's a good superhero business right there. It's like who you yeah. want to call? Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. So, one of the things that we have to get used to in this is we have not only New rebranded Shocker, Gel Shocker, Gel Shocker, whichever pronunciation you prefer. We also get new goons. These yes. new goons are weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love the color. I mean, <laughs> we've definitely upgraded from the black and white, and we got the color. You know, got like got that color toner in there, so yeah. easy to print out. Yeah, I, I just. I'm just saying, this is not the first time the goons have changed. I mean, when they, if you watch, you you know this, Proto, the very, very original Shocker goons, they didn't have the Lucha masks. They yeah. were actually guys with really heavy, dark makeup and berets. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. Yeah, they, they, they were really stylish, but kind of weird. And then they switched to the Lucha masks. So that way people wouldn't realize that it's the same stunt performers the <laughs> same stuntmen and they can yeah. make it look like there's more of them than there really are yeah and one thing i will say is with these new goons i do like how they've changed up their you know pose you know when they're like oh yeah we could do this commander you know like i think in the beginning it was a very nazi-esque yeah if i remember correctly a very nazi-esque pose and it's like oh this is it's like, in oh, case this you didn't know shocker is evil <laughs> yeah it's like yeah. okay this is like oh we super evil but now it's like oh, let's, let's just throw the x up i'm like oh i like this throw the x up yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when i saw that then that new suit to be honest i was thinking that looks like a bootleg version of power rangers making more <laughs> oh you mean like the lord zed suits like the zed rangers <laughs> oh the dark rangers god yeah. the, one of the worst things ever in power you know i actually heard that the screenwriters had the where had the the wherewithal to say you know we had a big fight scripted for the power rangers and the dark rangers but after seeing those suits you know what we don't need that <laughs> what's our job just stand here yeah. That's all we got to do. Just stand yep. yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the luchasatsu is not working right now. Yeah, just, you know. <laughs> yeah. Thank God we only saw that for one episode of the world. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, the fact that the shocker goons went to those costumes—the skeletons, the lucha masks, the big the big belts—it was a wrestling influence. We actually found out about that because we had. August Bergone himself on probably, you know, the, probably the biggest common writer fan ever, at least on this side of the Pacific. And he said it was a professional wrestling influence. So crownless, how big are you into Lucha uh, into, you know, Luchador? Because these look very Luchador to me. Yeah. To be honest, when I was a child and I watched a couple videos of that, I was thinking that's a Luchador in Japan. How is that possible? I was very innocent and I think I would say kind of stupid at the same time because I couldn't believe there was a luchador in that side of the world. Then I investigated a little bit and there was a lot of wrestling and luchas. 
And there's even uh, what it was called a lady that promotes the wrestling. They even have a really famous luchador here that it, uh, his name is Kemonito. Mm -hmm. That's uh, like a midget guy mm -hmm. in a four suit with what was the color blue with yellow mm -hmm. colors. And they even have that uh, like a doll. No, not doll. Like a plushie. Ah. And it was weird, to be honest. Hey, I also so, thought it might mean something else. There was another luchador. Mm -hmm. Well, wrestler, I mean, that used to, people say, cosplay like the Mega Swords. Oh. In Japan. But I can't remember his name. Hmm. Interesting. We have to look that up sometime. Yeah. So we have, they, they wear blue, and then they have some red highlights on their mask. They don't, they're not the skeletons anymore. They have a lot of yellow. So basically all the primary colors. If you, exactly. I mean, the skeletons, I think you could at least kind of blend in. You're going to see these goods coming from a mile away on a sunny day. <laughs> well, it, well, even, I mean, if it's at nighttime, it's like, yeah, those black and white goons, oh, you go not, you're not going to see them. Even at night, like these new goons, mm, you're going to see them. It's yeah. going to be like, oh. I don't know you guys. Like and episode, it's like that episode of King of the Hill. That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, these goons got it worse because apparently they need to take a drug every three hours or they will spontaneously combust. Yes, that's, that that's is dangerous. I mean, hey, they got the, at least they got the better ability of, oh, I could turn to construction paper. I can just, <laughs> fall, I can float oh, down really to the next person. Thing. They turn into construction paper to fly around. And then when they land, they turn back into human form and they, and then they have capes and then they just throw off and, the capes and be like, haha, fight me, Comet Rider. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah. So there's like gel shocker goons. Guess what? You can become. Sagoon, just make sure to take your drug every three hours or you will explode. I mean, it's just like the <laughs> logistics of that. I'm like, how do you do these guys sleep? Or do they have to like literally if they try to get eight hours of sleep, do they have to wake up twice in the middle of the night, five minutes before they explode, take a pill and then go back to sleep? Exactly. Well, that's as you said how that works. It's like or unless they got like this, like they got them on rotation where somebody just like wakes them up like, yo. Wake up, take your medicine. <laughs> what about somebody has their moment like, yeah, I don't feel like it. And it's like, oh, and then explodes. Yes. <laughs> You'd be like, it's like, I don't know why this made me think of SpongeBob for some reason. It's like, it's like, oh, what if I eat another Krabby Patty? I'm going to get fat. It's like, like, hey, am I going to explode? It's like, no, you'll get fat. Then I, you'll I, explode. I, I'm just like, it is not fun to be a Gil Shocker goon. It's just, it, it is totally not fun. <laughs> Yeah, and I like and once again, it's like uh, you got crab bat. He pops up and it's like, well, the driver we just had, like clearly, just was like, I'm out of here, and he just dies straight up, just just getting choked, just getting choked out, and it's just like, oh yeah, gel shocker, gel shocker. They do not make mistakes. Oh yeah, that's what he says. But we'll see about that, sir. I know about Shocker's track record. It's not great. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it, he was really hyping it up. It's like, oh, yeah, Shocker's gone. We're taking over. You know, we've been learning stuff. I think they said, like, in South America or South Africa. It's like, South oh. Africa, yeah. That's where, like, oh. that's where General Black is from. 
uh, oh, we're learning a lot of stuff there. You're not going to mess with us in general black. It's like, I like how Taki's just like, oh my gosh, just spit it out already. Just say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, and you know, and Crabat's kind of weird. It, Crab, this is by the time, because he'll, he'll be back in the next episode. And which means he's in four episodes in a row. I don't think any other Kaijin of the week has been able to achieve that. And honestly, for a hot minute, I thought he was going to be the new commander because I will admit I have not read ahead and I don't know all the spoilers. So I'm like, really? You're going to make him the new bad guy? He just looks like a Kaijin of the week. Well, guess what? He is a Kaijin of the week. He's just a Kaijin of the week that got to stay for four weeks. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and I don't know why. Maybe it just it just popped in my head. You know, have you ever read the Common Rider manga, I especially haven't. the the Omni? Oh, you got to read the Omnibus. It's I really good. Omnibus. Oh, you got to start reading it because Snake Man. I, I know. I think in the original show, I think Cobra he Man? Like popped. Yeah, Cobra Man. There we go. Cobra Man. Snake Man's from Mega Man, but Cobra yeah. Man. <laughs> um, I'm Cobra Man. Characters from Mega Man. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I got them mixed up, but they both got the power of a snake. But <laughs> Cobra Man, I think in the in the show, he, I think he only lasted what, like an episode? Maybe two? Uh, he, he was in one episode, then they brought him back I think once or twice after that. But if I remember correctly in the manga, he's like in there for at least like four chapters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy. It's like, you never see a character like this last this long. Right. And it, I just love how he's like, I'm just here for revenge. I just want to fight. <laughs> like, yeah. Run these hands. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. But Let's talk about Crabat because by the end of these two episodes, we find out that Crabat is basically the kind of kaijin that we can expect from Gelshocker. One animal's not enough anymore. No, we're going to have two. We are going to start combining animals into weird combinations. Get used to it, folks. Yeah. yeah. And Crabat, he's got fusion. some he's got some serious death touch. I that's the <laughs> <laughs> you, you've heard of touch of death combos in fighting games he is touch of death combo just... <laughs> oh yes he is oh see now i'm thinking battle of the grid who he he's he's not red ranger because he actually has a mix right there you know as <laughs> as we say in the battle for the grid community red got no mix <laughs> yeah, i play I that game i know that. what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> we used to play in yeah, uh, that's true. We we did. If you guys play, um, if you guys play on PS4, hit me up. I <laughs> well, I mean, that game has crossplay, and we played on Nintendo Switch, Xbox, Steam. Yeah, I was actually I was so prepared to buy it again on Steam. I was like, oh, what's on sale? I could buy this. <laughs> I have but, it on Nintendo Switch, Xbox, yeah. Steam. Well. We'll talk more Battle for the Grid a little bit later. So yeah, yeah. Oh, so we get some. That. We get a lot of crab bad action in these two episodes. We get what I feel like this is the first time I've seen something like this on this show. Eighty episodes in now, we get a scene with back projection, where he jumps onto the back of the cyclone and tries to get a common rider. I mean, it's very, it's effective. It's like, oh, he's still riding the bike. What if I just yep. jump on the bike? Yeah, that might stop him. Uh huh. And then yeah. we get a, and then we get to miniatures. And I always get a little bit excited when I see miniatures show up in Common Rider because they don't typically do that. It's not Ultraman. So yeah, they do Ultraman that all the time. Kinda, yeah, Ultraman kind of is like, oh, let's just throw this everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I only remember the last time I saw something like that was in that episode of Christmas. 
but it was like something like between Christmas and Halloween. They even show a couple of toys, and you can see those toys were the same ones in that time they used to sell. Yep, and so I believe something like that. And I believe, and with Dino Charge, because I know season two comes out in five days mm. on Netflix, they actually, I think Kai, the Blue Ranger, or no, whatever his name, Ollie, that's his name. Yeah, I Ollie. I was like, Kai, that's Lost Galaxy. What are you talking about? Yeah. My brain, <laughs> see, I, I, was, I still thought of a Blue Ranger, though. <laughs> but I, I think, Ollie, if I remember correctly, Ollie turns into a toy and is like, Oh, we, we get these little miniatures again. I was like, that's really cool. Okay. Once again, you don't you don't even you start to see that in the new age Tokusatsu. It's like, oh, it's just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I have to say, because I, I watched this on Tubi, and because th the, the thing that's weird is that there's an actual commercial break for Common Rider where they showed the title card. Yep. And then, you know, since there's no actual commercials, it's just like title card. Pause, title card, back to show. Sometimes Tubi is smart enough to inject their built-in commercial breaks at that point. Other times they it, it's off by a little bit, and it screwed with me this time because for a hot second, I thought the show killed Taki. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. he was on a he was in a truck. And the and Gelshocker planted a bomb in it, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, there's a bomb in the truck!" Tell Taki like there's a bomb in the truck, and they're freaking it's out. Like, there's um, thirty seconds left. Yeah, it's only thirty seconds left, and then it counts down, and the truck explodes, and I'm like, and I was writing a note in my computer about something else that had happened, and I'm like, wait a minute, did they kill Taki? <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> and then for like a second, we see him. He's like, "Haha, I." jumped out at the last second and then it's then the tubi commercial star was like tubi you barely gave me a second to register that <laughs> <laughs> yeah well so my question real quick for you is like with tubi how many commercials did they give you like at once <sighs> like i uh, mean during each one yeah i feel like if it's like a mid commercial break i think it was like three to five okay because i know it was on the Shout Factory app because sometimes I'll watch it on the Shout Factory app. Luckily, I was watching it on the website and power of the VPN is like, ah, forget those ads. Yeah. But I know on the Shout Factory app, you could potentially get 11 advertise advertisements in one sitting. That's insane. Well, oh, that's that's just whoa. at the mid card. Because from what I understand about Tubi is that Tubi does put its own stuff onto its own servers, I guess. But they're kind of an aggregate site because there are other services that will funnel stuff to Tubi, including Shout Factory TV. And the way Tubi works is you'll get a couple of commercials before the show starts, commercials in the middle of an episode, and then a couple of commercials at the end before mm -hmm. the next one starts. Yeah, that's very common that. Now, I've only watched a few movies on Tubi. And those usually pop up, I think, between you know every 20 to 30 minutes, somewhere around there. So I can't comment as much on the movie side of things. But it messed with me this time around because I really thought they were going to they killed and they killed Taki. And I almost wish they had, <laughs> to be honest, just to show you how serious things are. It's like this is Gel Shocker. They don't screw around. <laughs> no one is safe. <laughs> Yes, and it's like, oh, you'll be shocked when you hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> you got your first rim shot of the episode. 
so we've mentioned General Black a little bit. What do you guys think of General Black? Now, this is, I think, the fourth Shocker General that we've had been watching the show because we had Colonel Zoll who turned into a werewolf because yeah <laughs> oh i think do we I, i'm trying to think do we i'm yeah. thinking crown was do we watch that episode yeah like, we at, saw that yeah. oh yeah we did we watched that it was the halloween slash yeah, christmas no it was christmas because it was a christmas yeah, but, episode. No, we did it on how we did it on halloween instead because yeah. it's like oh the wolf man it's like oh wait wolf man yeah that's clearly like halloween but it's like oh it was actually christmas yeah yeah and then we <laughs> had dr shinigami or dr reaper dr Death, the translations can't agree on anything, so Travis and I just settled on Dr. Shinigami because it sounds cooler. <laughs> yeah. And he turned into I don't remember he turned into like an octopus looking thing. And then he was replaced by Ambassador Hell, who looked like Serpentor before Serpentor <laughs> on G.I. Joe. <laughs> and he turned into a snake in the previous episode, and Common Rider killed him. Yeah. And now we've got General Black because I can only imagine what he's going to do. But they all were very, all looked very different. Colonel Zol, it looked like an SS soldier. Doctor Shinigami looked like a looked like Dracula. He dressed like Dracula, and Ambassador um, Hell dressed like a snake. This guy, he gives me Gundam vibes. Oh, does he looks it? Like, actually? He I looks like the that. main bad guy from Char. Think, yeah, like from what is yeah. that Gundam Wing? Oh, no, no, oh. It, it's Char. It's not Char. Char's the original. You're thinking of uh, Trey's? I think so. I'm going to look it up yeah. in a moment. But I will definitely say I did like the idea of General Black. Like, there's so, like, it made it so surprised in itself. It's like, oh, like, Gal Shocker was like, oh, we took, you know, Commander Tachibana, like, Chairman Tachibana. It's like, you got to go save him and stuff. And it's like, oh, spoiler alert. But the power of smoke screens. General Black's here. <laughs> the power <laughs> of smoke screens. It's amazing what those could do. Actually, which kind of starts a little bit of a trend I noticed in these two episodes. Things happening off screen. Taki escapes off screen from the exploding truck. The other characters in this episode escape imprisonment off screen. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. <laughs> uh, but then we get something that we haven't seen in this show in a very very long time a cliffhanger yeah cliffhangers don't happen very often in com in the original common writer it, it wasn't common that nope it didn't happen well, i think the last time it really happened was like episode six and seven. <laughs> oh. Okay, now I remember who it was. See, it popped in my head now. I had to look it up. Uh -huh. It was Colonel Zex Marquis. Zex Marquis, that's who I think. Okay, yeah. yeah I and got my Gundam characters mixed up, the, sorry. The helmet makes me think of him. I'm like, yeah. oh. I totally I, get it. Cause, but he was inspired by Char, from what I can remember. There we go. Yeah. But anyway, so yes, the episode ends with Common Rider flying into Crab Bat, and they the explode fall into yeah. the water and yes. that and the episode just ends i'm like it, oh. well, was that an, was that a new move that he used was the rider drill shoot was that nope a, uh, he's used that a couple of times oh well apparently this time it was super effective yeah, I, um, yeah. it was so effective it got him <laughs> yeah also when i remember i watched that episode i even remember they say 
the camel red transformed into a fireball. I was thinking, well, he technically didn't transform into a fireball, a fireball, but that was a fireball. <laughs> and the, the representation of the of them colliding was funny. At least yeah, funny. it was miniatures again. Yeah, and I wasn't sure. It's like, is that's I know Common Rider could jump really well, but that looked like flying. <laughs> yeah. I was like, are we pulling a Golden Age Superman here? Where you know, when Superman started, he could just jump really well. You know, leaps over, it leaps over a building in a single bound. You know, and then he oh, later he could yeah. fly. I'm like, is that the same thing? Can Cover Rider fly now? Because that looked like flying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you pay attention, so it was something like those Hoovy figures. You know, the soft vinyl figures. Mm-hmm. That they don't have so don't don't have articulation. They only can move their hands, well, their arms at least, mm-hmm. at least some of them. Mm-hmm. It was something like that with some cables. Yep. Trust me, I know. I have some Bandai figures. <laughs> but I mean, and once again, gotta love once again classic Toku. It's like, yeah, you can see those strings. It doesn't <laughs> matter. It's it's just fun. I mean, yeah, it's true. I'm not saying it's bad. For example, for us. It looks silly and funny, but maybe in the future, maybe in the, I don't know, in the 2075 or 200 or whatever. They're going <laughs> For to the 100th say, anniversary. <laughs> yeah, they're going to say, look at those effects of the 20 era or play era. They look so silly. <laughs> yeah. And... What was it was in the latest Kamen Rider movie where you're like, oh, let's pay homage to some of this stuff. It's like, oh, throw the rag doll and just cut cut to explosion. Do it now. <laughs> and once again, that's just I love once again how they you know they they show the collision, but it's just like cut to explosion. Yeah. Just the go sh- boom. The shocker dummies. That's what I called them. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes yeah. and then sometimes we would have the writer dummies. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> I, I, there was a scene in a few, a few episodes ago where Common Rider's fighting Shocker goons on top of a half-finished building, and they come running at him, and he punches the guy, knocks him over, and the camera is uh, down, looking up, and it's literally just the Common Rider stunt actor pushing the Shocker goon actor aside, and then grabbing a dummy and throwing it over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like that episode of the Werewolf Man when he threw him at the cliff, and you can see the ragdoll moving. Yes, something like that. It's amusing. I don't hold it against them. The fact that this show has accomplished this show has accomplished some, to be honest, some really crazy things on a television budget, like. Go back a few episodes with this, and there was an incredible fight scene on top of a semi-truck. I'm like, this is movie-caliber stuff, and this is being done on a Japanese television show in the early 70s. Hot They don't do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's true. It is nutty. But you guys have any more notes before we move on to the next episode? No. Other than the power of the escape rope that was used, <laughs> especially for like the Shocker Goon, uh, Gal Shocker, I'm sorry, Gal yeah, Shocker, Shocker in general, Black, and then Taki. Once again, didn't realize Taki 
can actually fight extremely well. Like, oh. that's, the, like that's the one thing I noticed. Like, other times it's just like, oh, you could do it, Kamen Rider. I believe in you. Now it's like, <laughs> let's go. I'm ready to fight, too. Like, let's, oh, let's do this. Taki is basically Kamen Rider's Robin in this. Because he's an FBI agent. He can do cool stuff. And from what I understand, in the manga, he became a writer. Uh, I believe so. I believe so. I think he became V2. I think... No, actually, no. He didn't become V2. I think he just became the next Kamen Rider right. after Takeshi became a brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it sounds like the comic gets pretty wild. Anyway, sounds like we're ready to move on to the next episode. Kamen Rider dies again. Kamen Rider one Nado Shinu. In this episode, after the fight of Hongo versus Krabat, both die at the end of the fight, and this means no more Kamen Rider. And apparently, everything was witnessed by the Kamen Rider team. All of them are in shock, and they can't believe he died. Their, their boss took them to the Kamen Rider base to, base to have a pep talk, you know, to get ready to fight against the Hellshock, Jellshock, whatever this is pronunciated, to have hopes of Kamen Rider is still alive. So, like I said, this is the first time we've had a two-parter in a while, and we are definitely dealing with the consequences of the previous episode. And I kind of thought, are we going to get a little serialized now? A new direction for the show? <laughs> Yeah, to be honest, I was thinking he actually died. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone is crying and they're upset. Like, what are we going to do? And I'm like, did you forget there's another writer you could call? Oh, yeah. Because at did this point. Did we forget about like, Hayato? Yes. Yeah, isn't it like V2 somewhere around there? Yeah. I was going to say, are we not going to talk about Hayato? No one brings up Hayato at all. I'm like, guys, call him. This is the perfect time to call him. And no, not even a mention. I'm like, come on, guys. And like, did you throw Hayato into the memory hole now? That's a running joke that Travis and I have. Like, these things that the show just conveniently forgets. Like, believe it or not, Taki's married, but we haven't seen his wife for, like, 70 episodes. Okay. <laughs> 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 he was literally getting married in the first episode he was in and now the show is forgotten <laughs> ever since then yeah <laughs> so I'm like did you forget how can you forget Hayato he took over the show for 40 episodes <laughs> I don't know maybe he's on his break in his vacations <laughs> he was off fighting shocker somewhere else in the world at this point I mean he's just Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if it just never occurred to them or if they wanted to keep it focused on the drama of Hongo is dead or whatever. And, you know, it's another one of those things. You said you honestly thought Hongo was dead. I would have been willing to go along with it. The show does try pretty hard for a while to sell you on it. That, you're right. And just like tears are flying and you got talk. He's like. Yeah, like he's going to be okay. If we go back there, he's going to be there. And it's like, oh, crap. He actually might be dead. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, Taki almost died. Actually, Taki almost dies again in this episode. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was like, does the show hate Taki? How many times is Taki almost going to die when he should have died? <laughs> it's, it's like, okay, you could be a family man or you can explode. <laughs> yeah. I'll take neither option. I will pretend to explode. <laughs> yeah, well, we forgot to explain how that happened. Well, <laughs> somebody knocks their door and when they open, they find a condolence present. And to be honest, the card would say it was funny. <laughs> and she was something like, I would like to express my condolences from the bottom of my heart for the death of the Kamen Rider. Signs, Jeldam Shocker Japanese Branch Chief General Black. It's Come very, on. It's, it's a, a bouquet of flowers person. that they sent as condolence, and then they realize, hey, that's ticking. Once again, that's a very professional middle finger that you can give to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, jerk move, Gel Shocker. (laughs) Here's your condolence bomb. (laughs) Yeah. This is the kind of like silver age comic book logic that Shocker and Gel Shocker have operated on because they've done some Shocker. This is like straight out of the Shocker playbook. They're not trying to be different at at this point because Shocker, OG Shocker, has done things like invited Hongo to the public, not public, but to the execution of Ambassador Hell or held a demonic kaijin resurrection ceremony and invited him there and things like that. Like sent him literal invitations. They're like, hey, come join us. And I'm like... What are you guys doing? <laughs> this yeah. is this is trolling to its also, logical conclusion. <laughs> yeah. Also, you pay attention when that bomb explode, the girl faces was like, "Oh no, I love that." Please, no more. Yes, and this was all after the you know glorious pep talk that Chairman <laughs> Tashibana gave. It's like he's not dead. We can still do this. You know, we're the Common Rider team or whatever they want to yeah, call themselves. The Common Kenny Force or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. then we find out in the next scene. Actually, I'm not so sure he's alive. That was all a front. Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Yeah, to be honest, the only thing I don't like about that camera team was the kids. I didn't believe they cried, to be honest. It's very it's very hard to be like, oh, make this kid cry. Because like, when the kids are actually crying, you're like, oh, wow, I'm actually feeling this. Like, this is really sad. But when you're faking it, you're like, man, yeah, we need to do something you. to actually make them cry. Somebody yeah. go pop a balloon or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not everybody can get as lucky as the, I can't remember their names now, but the brothers who made Stranger Things. Good Lord, I don't know how they found that many good child actors. <laughs> yeah. that That is nutty. But now we get to a point where they're definitely going against the typical for this show. The Shocker Scientists, or as I like to call them, the Shockters. <laughs> Now, suddenly, we're going to humanize them. They were not like this before. They never took those white masks off. They seemed just as evil as the regular shocker goons, just smarter, because they do things like perform surgeries and all of that. And suddenly, we're seeing, they're taking their masks off. We're seeing what they look like. They're talking about going back to their families and wanting to get away. And 
stuff like that. And one of them becomes a character that we follow for the rest of this episode. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> also, are we yeah. going to talk about the fact that this guy probably committed scientific and medical atrocities <laughs> for shocker? Are we? No. Yeah. Well, he just wants to get back to his wife. Okay. <laughs> well, there's something I noticed, and I don't know it was what what it was the real reason of, of what. But for example, if you see the helmet of General Black, I was thinking the helmet of that movie called Spaceballs. <laughs> Dark helmet. That, yeah, that helmet <laughs> was too big for his head. <laughs> He also has little axes on either side. <laughs> yeah. That's what it looks like. It looks like little axes. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm, also that emblem of the Hell Shocker was kind of like a parody of the Mexico flag. <laughs> I mean, the Mexico flag, you see an eagle eating a snake, and, and this one is like a snake eating an eagle. I was, What? <laughs> But seriously, I when I was watching General Black, I was thinking that's the helmet of the space balls. I can't think of something else. <laughs> I need to do research to find out what that's actually referencing, because I'm pretty sure that has to be something historical. I'm well, just trying to figure out what. <laughs> in my opinion, that looks more like German. Yeah. What it was called? German General. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all there. And I was wrong. I thought Crabat was in four episodes. He's actually in three, because obviously he died in the previous one. We have our new Kaijin. This guy's nutty. Scorpio Lizard. Admittedly, I like the name. Yeah, something like, like that. Name. Do you like yeah. the name? Well, and he's exactly what you think. He's half scorpion, half lizard, because take the two things that humans are, or just mammals in general, are going to be afraid of, bugs and lizards, and put them together. Yeah, to be honest, I was thinking he more—he looks more like a crocodile and a scorpion. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, at least, well, I live next to a river, and I saw a lot of lizards, and the, all the lizards I have seen, they don't have toes, teeth south, toes south, I mean. Mm -hmm. uh, he looks more like a crocodile. Yeah, yeah, that would but, make sense. You know, it was okay, I think... <laughs> I'm going to stop thinking. I will going to enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah. It, it does get a little nutty. I love how when he does his attack, you could clearly see the nozzle in the suit's mouth. <laughs> yeah, but... Okay, see, this is a science teacher in me. Uh -oh. I'm like, wait a minute. He made a gas that takes out oxygen. Isn't oxygen a part of that? Like, don't you need <laughs> oxygen in order... For, like, don't, like, that didn't make any sense. I'm like... What? How do you create a gas that takes away oxygen? Did you not see the original Godzilla Oxygen Destroyer? Oh, probably not. But that's still look. That was crazy. And it's like the one, the one scientist. He's like, oh, I created this fancy face mask that I could cover my face. And it's like, <laughs> how did he get away with hiding that? Like he had it. It was. It's not like it was like something flat. It wasn't like a face mask that you would wear now, you know, pandemic wise, all that stuff. No, this thing was bulky. Like, how did he get away with hiding that in his, not only in his 
you know, professional scientist, you know, lab coat. But he also hid it in the suit. And he's the only one that's just sitting there like, everything's going to be okay for me. Well, we forgot to say, for of death, they take them to a boss because apparently they're going to release them for free. And that makes no sense for some for some people in there. Like Mine. I think it was called Mine, Mine I think. Mine, yeah. Yeah. It was he, Shintaro Mine? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. When they released that gas, I was thinking the same too, but after that, they start to speak into a television. They say they can kill 10 millions of people with 50 kilograms of that gas. Actually, I wanted to calculate that. If you calculate it with the LP gas, you know, the ones you use to cook, you have like 92.5 liters of gas. Technically, that's not that not many. Well, we could say this. That doesn't look like too much gas. <laughs> See, that's why education is important, people. Because you get these numbers, they lie to you. I, I'm oh, just saying. Ten million people with this gas. That's a lie. Yeah, I'm just saying. If Shocker and now Gel Shocker had guys like us on staff, they would have taken over the world already. Because <laughs> we could have said that's kind of stupid. Yeah, <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, wait, what? Then I investigated how much was that in liters and gas and all that stuff. And I, there was an equation was like one kilo, kilogram of gas divided by, by 0.54 kilograms liters. And you can have that number. And I divided 50 to 0. 0.54 and I got that number. And that doesn't look like too much gas. <laughs> Ten millions. That must be really potent, or I, I guess one molecule kills you. No. Well, <laughs> we are scientific, and this is not the, that kind of podcast. I mean, we. Can't yeah, no, I understand that. No, I actually think <laughs> that's kind of funny. You know, knowing that, <laughs> I, yeah. I think we could just chuck it up to Gel Shocker Bluster. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. The thing is, that doesn't make sense. But anyway. Yeah. Well, you know what else doesn't make sense? The fact that, and maybe it's just the English-speaking ear that I have. And I'm guessing in Japanese, they're like, this is just a funny noise because Kaijin in the original Kamen Rider just make weird noises. The goons make weird noises. But is it just me or did it sound like Scorpio Lizard just ran around apologizing to everyone? <laughs> Sorry! Yeah. Sorry! Yes. Yeah. You are absolutely right about that. It's like, like, it's not no just generic noise. It's like, okay, he's actually apologizing. What are you apologizing about? About the, 10, about the nine out of ten people you just murdered? Or, and I like, once again, love the technicality that they pulled out. Oh, guess what? Yeah, you're going to be released. We never promise you'll be alive. <laughs> we'll talk about that a bit more in the awards. But I'm just it, it gets really funny when, spoiler warning, Kamen Rider is not dead. And he shows up and it's like every time he punches Kamen Rider, he's like, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? <laughs> I just keep thinking, I'm trying to remember which anime it was. I can't remember. It's like it's some anime that is 
been lost to the ether that nobody talks about. And one of the characters was a Japanese girl, and her name is Aoi. But most English speakers will just smash that all together and say Aoi. And there was literally a scene in the dub where one of the other characters was a boy gets hurt trying to save her and he he's really sh- sure that she might be dead and he just kept saying owie owie because he's trying to get her attention <laughs> and it's just like kid you just got stabbed do you realize how unintentionally funny this is yes <laughs> I, I don't know like you said it was a dub i'm like could it be ghost stories but i'm like nah, no it's not no it because it was it's not meant not ironically stories. it's not meant ironically it was taking itself seriously, but I'm like, I bet the bloopers for this scene must have been hilarious because I don't think this voice actor could keep his. Could keep what was the name of that? I can't anyway. remember for the life of me. <laughs> we watched uh, my brothers and I watched the first couple of ep- like, like the first disc worth of episodes, and then I don't think we ever finished it. But I'm just, we were all snickering at that scene because I'm just like. Do you realize how kind of unintentionally funny this is? Or maybe you do know, but you couldn't do anything about it. But it's the same thing here. (laughs) Punch, sorry, punch, sorry. Yeah. Also, I always wonder why they, when when every show you see, they have like that clothes of the hospital. He even had that clothes of the street clothes, you know? (laughs) Under that. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know, when you are under that hospital clothes, you have nothing. <laughs> nothing. Uh, well, you know, there are certain lines we can't cross. <laughs> yes. You know, before we can, like, as we continue through this, one thing that I noticed is like, how did the doctor, how did he get away? Like, it's like he played a good game of hide and seek right now, or it's like, oh, I'm under the bridge and I'm <laughs> literally on one of the beams. And it's like one of the gel, the gel, whatever, gel, gel, um, shocker, gel men. No. <laughs> yes, I would say G shock, you know, G shock. There you go. There we go. <laughs> yeah, think about it. Hey, watch brand. And did anybody even wear a G shock anymore? I don't even know if they're even around anymore. <laughs> But one of them actually went off the bridge. It is like, did you not see him? Yeah, I mean, go, come on. Like, let's go. Let's look under the car. Let's look in you the know, trunk. Apparently, some make- things never change for Shocker. <laughs> yes. And it's like, this is my chance to escape. They won't think I'm going to go to my wife's hospital. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. This poppy had John Cena style. Are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, guys. And then we get Hongo. We find out Hongo, like I said, spoiler word, he is not dead. He recovered off screen. Yes. Oh, the reveal was hilarious. It's like, yeah. oh, are you? I like how they think about it. I'm like, oh, are you that stupid to actually come back? You know, go to your wife and everything? And it's like, stupid. I'm not her husband. He was like, wait a minute. I know that voice. And he just takes like a good 30 seconds. Let me just unravel this. It was like, oh, I'm Takeshi Hongo. Just imagine that in the real life. It was like 30 full seconds to see how he unwrapped his head. 
And once again, this is just the tokusatsu logic. It's like, oh, even like what almost like anime logic, where it's like, I'm gonna let this character power up completely. And it's like, I'm just gonna give him the time to transform or take the stuff off, and I'm gonna reveal who I am. And it's like, like this is crazy. I was just talk- I was literally just talking to a friend about this with Dragon Ball Super and the whole you know, tournament of power. Like Android 17 did not let one of them groups transform. He's like, I'm just gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> It's like, what? How come nobody in any Henshin hero show never thinks? You know what? Maybe I should interrupt the transformation sequence. Yeah. Mm, if I remember correctly, Power Rangers Operation. No, I don't. I don't remember. It was Operation Overdrive or RPM? I think it was RPM. In the eighth episode, they explain some stuff like why the Megasaur have anime eyes. Oh, that was definitely RPM. Yeah. Yeah, it was RPM. Like, why why are there explosions have... going on? Yeah, I'm going to get burned, something like that. It was because that, it's excess energy build. I love that. That's, I love the lot, but here's the thing you got to love the logic that they pull out of it. Yeah. Oh. Why well, got anime googly eyes? No, these are optic field visors or yes. whatever. I love it's RPM. Like, <laughs> yeah, shout out to RPM. RPM, my right. like, one of the fa- one of my favorite seasons. Uh, well, then you should go listen to the Power Trip. We do long, very in depth episodes on there. We spent four hours on RPM. <laughs> well, and that reminds me something. <laughs> that reminds me something. I we talk. Long time ago, in the translation of Power Rangers SPD, was it, what was the title for United States? SPD. Yeah, but the full... Oh, Space, Space Patrol Bruce. Delta. Well, in Mexico, it was Super Patrulla Delta. <laughs> Super Patrol Delta. Interesting. Instead of space. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, back to Kamen Rider. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yes, <laughs> Hongo is not dead. Is anyone surprised? I kind of was, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I if they were gonna dead. make Taki the next writer, this might this probably would have been the best point to do it. Yes, probably. I mean, everybody's you know hopes were down. Even the chairman, he's like, oh crap, he actually might be dead. Yeah, he goes to that quarry that they love using so much and says like. I'm actually not sure he's still alive. <laughs> Am I lying to myself? <laughs> I'm having an existential crisis right now because Grasshopper Man is dead. <laughs> I need Grasshopper Man. Grasshopper Man makes me happy. <laughs> Until he doesn't, and then I yell at him. <laughs> yes. But I will say before we get to, you know, after he finds out that, oh, he's not dead. Before that, you know, he does, you know, Takeshi does transform. He fights Scorpio Lizard and, you know, he gets that double hole technique and is like, well, I got to get out of here. I'm not ready for this. Run away, run away. (laughs) I haven't fully recovered yet. And it's like how he just like, oh, look, there's the bike. Jump on the bike. Okay, I gotta go. I'm not ready for this. Bye. (laughs) What's the meme from The Simpsons? I must go. My people need me. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's like my brain. Now you made me think of The Simpsons. Like with Homer, he pops through the bush and it's like, oh, 
Gotta go back. <laughs> yeah. And now apparently the cyclone that's the motorcycle can fly now? Yeah, I didn't remember that, that thing could do that. You know, like, especially, like, in the manga, it is like, oh, like, they do put up the in the manga, like, oh, it can fly, but it's like using the power of the wind. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, we are really pushing this, aren't we? Yeah, well, we got away from the needing the wind to spin the turbine to transform a long time ago. Yeah, uh, oh, I could definitely tell. It's like, okay, let's just start throwing stuff out there. See what works. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We are firmly in the transformation pose and command shtick now, which actually yeah. started with Hayato, not with Hongo. When Hayato, when Hongo came back, he stole it from Hongo, oh, from Hayato. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. But back to commander. I, mean, I want to say commander. Yeah, general. Chairman general. Tachibana. Oh, chairman. Okay, I thought you were like we're talking about General Black. No, okay, Chairman Tachibana. Tachibana. Yeah, yeah. So back to Chairman Tachibana. See, I was about to mess up again. But Chairman Tachibana, he finally finds out from Scorpio Lizard that hey, guess what? You know, Takeshi Takeshi Ta- Hongo is still alive, and he's like, well, guess what? I'm gonna keep fighting. I like. But Scorpio Lizard's like, hey, guess what? I'm just going to use you as bait. And he's like, are you sure about that? I'm just going to kill myself. You want to <laughs> see me do it? <laughs> he, he actually, he's like so close to actually jumping. He was actually ready to do it. I give him yeah. a, I give him a ton of respect for doing that. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to be a part of this. I know that he's alive, so the whole the will of the copyright is going to stay alive. So I can just jump off this cliff, not before I karate chop you. Bow. <laughs> yeah, that karate chop even defeated a, a shock turtle. You remember? Yes. Well, you can also say that right there is a shock to the system. You've learned. <laughs> you know how this show works. I like it. <laughs> yes, the power of puns. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here every day with that. <laughs> <laughs> we love puns around here. Yeah, very, very much. So let's talk about our ending fight scene here. Oh, I like uh, now, I, you said you've seen some of the earlier episodes, so... The very earliest episode, so I'm guessing you've noticed that they've come a long way in how they do the fight scenes in the show. Yes. I will say definitely more combative. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's smoother with the camera work. It's mm-hmm. not just like jumping from here. Here's the ragdoll. Oh, let me just do a show a clip of a flip. Here's another flip. Yep. I mean, they still do that a little bit here and there, but it's definitely more smoother mm-hmm. with the movements. Right. Now, the thing is, is that amidst working on the show, the team working on this made a couple of Kamen Rider movies, which I am happy to report Toei is putting on their YouTube channel this week. And then I think another one in a couple more weeks in the lead up to Kamen Rider Black Sun. Oh yeah, that oh yeah, I forgot that is coming out. Yeah. October twenty-eighth. Yeah. Have to pay Prime. No. (laughs) Oh, you yeah, for Prime you do. But on the but you can watch these 70s middle of the show common writer movies that they'll be on their YouTube channel with subtitles. Yeah, but they're not real luck, right? No, they're not up yet. They're not yet. The first one will be put up on the 30th. And then the, the next one will be up, and I think a week or two after that. 
well, will this be another situation of, oh, we'll leave them up there for like two weeks and then we'll just, you know, block them. I I don't know, but I just know they're putting them up. I added them to the Henshin Men schedule, so hopefully they stay up long enough. Well, I mean, I got to talk about it. I I got personal gripes with that. And if you let me rant for one minute, (laughs) I would definitely like to express that. Uh, Let's finish discussing the episode first. But I bring this up (laughs) because they picked up some skills, I think, making movies. And they brought some of that here because obviously they had to make it look more cinematic for the movies. And they're using some of that here. And so, you know, the the editing in the fight scenes is a little more dynamic. They're switching between, you know, wide shots where you see both Kamen Rider and Scorpio Lizard or close-ups of the two of them. I really like the ones where it's POVs for one of the opponents. So you see them Ooh, yeah. punching at each other and they're but they're actually punching at the camera. But, you know, but there's all this intercutting between all of these it makes it feel very dynamic and energetic. Yeah, it makes well, if, if they have a lot of Difference if you compare it with that episode we saw, mm-hmm. well, we watch. I mean, when they just only use that ragdoll, ragdoll to drop it and drop it <laughs> like a lot. Uh huh. But yeah, you can see like a lot of more dynamic, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the anything I have left for the episode. I will I will discuss in the awards. Do you gentlemen have anything else you want to bring up before we move on? Other than your your big rant about the YouTube channel? (laughs) Yes, I would definitely say I like the idea of sweeping. I mean, mean, grabbing the leg, you know. Uh Is that a sweep in the leg? Yeah, Yeah. grab the leg and just throw him off the cliff for a second. Then, you know, go for that kick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which one? We'll we'll talk about the kick because I like that one in this one. Got anything else, Crownless? Well... I think that's all. I mean, okay. the only notes I have, like like I said before, the helmet of General Black remind me of that movie Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. The detail of the gas mm-hmm. quantities, but you know, also I didn't remember he can fly with that bike. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Proto, unleash the rant. In fact, you know what? I will give you a little something that I do on the Power Trip Podcast. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Here you go. Rentmaster activated. Ooh, I love that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I love go it. I love it. it. I love it. Here we go. So, Toei, we got a problem right here. Why do you keep blocking stuff? And more importantly, why do you keep taking stuff away? You know, we're watching stuff with Jabon on our channel and stuff on our podcast. You know, definitely check it out at some point. But, you know, we're we're trying to watch Jabon. We got the episode two. We said, let's watch episode three. It's gone. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's, uh, we're going to be fine. Let's look at another show then. Everything's gone. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I mean, or region lock or region lock, especially come on. Even the other show, even some of the other metal hero shows, which are very, very kitty. They region locked or, you know, Oh, we only leave up two episodes. Are you trying to tell us something? Like you want to release these on DVD, or you're gonna you know let Shout Factory do it? I mean, if so, really appreciate that. Would really help us out. You know, let us know. You know, like let let the people know. Let the people know. And also, thanks for keeping Comrade Jay on there because we gotta do that with mostly speaking Sentai. Can't forget about that. So hopefully, you know, you leave that on there. And of course, you you left Shin Comrade Writer, which you know, shout out to Shin Comrade Writer. Really great 
movie is definitely a lot more graphic than what I thought it was. And also, you know, it got the, you know, one butt cheek shot in there. But hey, <laughs> they got away with it. Alrighty, rant over. Boom, uh, power down. Power down. Yeah. Uh, well, and the funny thing, those movies are getting released onto physical media by media blasters anyway. So Oh, for real. Oh, yeah. say less. They Time announced that like six months ago. <laughs> oh, this is like Fry for Futurama. Yeah. Shut up and take my money. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, they're going to put out the uh, the first, the next, J, uh, Zio, Zeto, however you want to say it, and Shin. Shin Kamarita yes. Prologue. Those are all getting released by Media Blasters at some oh, point. I think it's supposed I, to be in the next month or two. Oh, I am so excited. It's time to be looking that up. It's time to be like saving that money. There's so many tokusatsu releases coming. I'm like, I'm just going to be broke watching lots of toku. I just, <laughs> I, I, I will say this. I definitely understand that feeling, especially with like Abba Ranger got you know the magical release. Yeah, I knew who whoever thought that was going to happen out of yeah. all things. Uh, well, and uh, you know, uh, we'll talk off cast, but I, I I've got some inside information about that whole thing. But anyway, on to the awards, gentlemen. These are fun little awards that we give out to certain outstanding aspects of the episodes that we cover or movie sometimes here on Henshin Men starting with the Henshin Kick for the best stunt or fight scene as the guest gentlemen you, you can go first um, I will gladly start it off by you know giving a shout out to that writer drill shot writer drill shoot whatever yeah. it was called yeah. I did like it because once again it was very it was super effective <laughs> and you know taking out you know, crab bat. I must say crab bot, but crab, crab bat. Crab Batman. I did. It. <laughs> but I did like it. it. That definitely what? caught that caught my attention mm-hmm. so well. I loved it. Well, in my opinion, in that scene when Kamen Rider pulls Scorpio Lizard from his leg, when they're falling out, if you pay attention, you can see all the wood both stuntsmen are caring for each other, trying to not getting hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that uh, sometimes it can be kind of funny and you know sometimes seeing the seams i've actually heard i had a friend daniel demana shout out to daniel demana of the godzilla novelization project he actually said i think it was at g fest we were on a panel together about how in japanese culture if you make say a piece of pottery and it gets cracked to a lot of Westerners, we would look at that as an imperfection. It's not as pristine anymore, not as valuable. Whereas he said in Japanese, there is a belief. I forget what the name of it was that said that if you see something like that and it has a crack, that you know that it is something to be honored. And he made the argument that that's the same thing with tokusatsu. So if you see the imperfections like that, it actually makes people in Japan appreciate it more because they can see how it was made. Yeah, I, I love that thinking on it. That's mm-hmm. those little details. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. My award goes to the Rider Reverse Kick, which I think we've seen before, but it was implemented very well. This was used against Scorpio Lizard. I just love the fact that he does it by bouncing off of a cliff face and then nailing Scorpio Lizard with it as he yells the name. It's a very dramatic way to do it. Yeah. All right, and then next up, we have Takatoku for the best special effect. What do you got, fellas? I'm going to let Kronos take this one first. Well, the, hel- the G 
gel shocker troopers turning into paper. <laughs> and I agree with that one. It's so creative in the sense of like, oh, we need to find a way for them to jump down. Let's be special with it. Do we have construction paper? Yes, we do, sir. <laughs> just throw it down. No, like just ball it up. No, just let it go. <laughs> they single-handedly kept Hobby Lobby in business. I'm just saying. <laughs> Look, These last twenty episodes. Exactly. They're just like, oh, we come down. Boom. Here's our capes. Woo! Fly. Up. Throw them away. Now let's fight. <laughs> I- I'm waiting for them to do another episode where they do that, and then they start using them like they're matadors. That would be so funny. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. And once again, Takeshi and Taki just looked out, looked at that the entire time, just like, are they really floating down? <laughs> it's not like they just jump and they're like, oh, well, they're behind us. They had to float down just to get behind them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nutty. Now, the one I, because you guys had the same one, the one I went with is actually something. It was more of a camera trick, an editing trick, but I hadn't seen them do something like this in the show before but just before they cut to the title card the mid card to signal the commercial break in the episode itself they do a freeze frame as a bomb is exploding behind Taki as he's jumping and it was really dramatic and I really like that because that's something I've, I've gotten a little used to seeing on old American television but I haven't seen it in this show so it was cool to see it here yeah, it makes sense. All right, and then we have coming at you for the best line. What did you fellas have? I want to start with that. Go right ahead. I would like to express my condolences from the bottom of my heart <laughs> for the death of Cameron Ryder, Jeldam Shocker, Japanese brand chief, General Black. <laughs> the, the condolence card. You know what? I'm going to go with that one as well. As I said, the most professional way to say, I don't like you, and I'm glad that your purse is not here. But hey, guess what? I can still take over the world. <laughs> of course. <laughs> also, guess what? <laughs> Did you not hear that ticking? Something's going to explode. Oh gosh, yeah, so, and greetings so from our company. So be it known, to all of our friends and family who are listening to this right now, <laughs> if you ever get a condolence card from us for whatever reason, we might throw in something that makes it tick just to screw with you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it will be a cricket. Because once again, you can say that condolence was explosive. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Close enough. <laughs> uh, did you have the same thing, Proto? Yep. Okay. Mine is, we mentioned it a little bit earlier. It is a Scorpio lizard line. It's just such a great villain line. This is classic villain line 101 right here, where he's talking to all of the shockers that he says, we're releasing all of you. And then they put them all on a bus and they think they're taking them home. And, and then he basically says to them in his human form, that because he's the driver he's like oh we're actually going to kill you he's like what you said you were going to release us and he replied with you were told you'd be released we never promised you'd be released alive (laughs) (laughs) it definitely screams bad guy energy yeah (laughs) Yeah. got him on a technicality there (laughs) yeah i i just i love it 
I, I mean, <laughs> if if you were one of those scientists in there, would you really be upset? Or you'd be like, oh, you got me there. Okay, now I need to actually get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you fooled me. I mean, it's, I mean the, but it's in the same batch of episodes with explosive condolences. I mean, just... <laughs> Condolence bomb. I, that, that's somebody's bad name. You know that's got to be somebody's bad name. Condolence bomb. <laughs> Probably. Okay, sounds like a band. Like uh, that sounds like a punk band right there. <laughs> it's condolence bomb. Yeah. <laughs> and now for possibly my favorite award, WTH. What the henshin for the craziest moments? <laughs> what do you fellas have? I'll start this one off. Just the long face reveal. Thirty se- about thirty seconds of ra- unwrapping the face. Oh, it's a big shock. It was Takeshi all along. He's still alive. <laughs> it was Takeshi all along. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, what did well, you have? For, well, for me, was for a few seconds I thought he was actually dead. Just imagine <laughs> you a kid watching the eighty episode of your favorite hero and they say he's he's dead and you were like wait what <laughs> I know it's really you will be like what we going to, what going what's going to happen with the TV show <laughs> what are we going to do? I know right it's so crazy it, I, I got to give the show credit for actually doing that. Not a lot of them were willing to do this, especially in American television. I think they should be a little bit more willing to play around with that. Yeah. Yeah. Mine, we've talked about it already, but it goes to the mass execution of those poor shocker goons because I'm like, kids are watching this, guys. Clearly, Japanese sensibilities in the 70s are very different. I will say this. Before we started with the podcast, I was looking up, you know, 70s NFL football. And it's like, yeah, you would never like I don't think you like with the stuff with the shocker goons, just like with the NFL in the 70s. You can't get away with certain stuff like penalty flags everywhere. Like, yep, this is all very, very bad. (laughs) 70s. A OK. Yep. Yep. My how times have changed. All right, fellas. I hope you're ready for this because now it's time for Minute to Henshin It! This is the part of the show where we give our final thoughts on these episodes in one minute or less. Which of you guys would like to go first? I will gladly take the helm first. So definitely one minute or less. Okay, Uh Proto, you're up first. On your mark... Get set, go. Alrighty. So in regards to these two episodes, I thought they were very interesting. And, you know, just thinking about watching just a few episodes in the beginning and going back into like some later episodes, basically towards the end of the show, you do see that huge change in, you know, how filmography is being done. And once again, I haven't dealt with the Camp Kenny or the Kenny crew, basically, with these you know, with Kamen Rider, you know, you see him a lot in Ultraman, but I haven't really seen him a lot in Kamen Rider, but I could definitely see like, okay, these guys are annoying and hey, we get a new general, we get some new goons, gotta love the construction paper look to them and 
you know, oh, look, Kamen Rider's dead. Uh, do you really expect that to happen? Overall, love these two episodes. All right. You may have actually gone over a minute there because I hit the button and it didn't start the timer. So congratulations. I, I have, I have <laughs> 53.19. So I had about three. Yeah, you got in six. You got in six seconds under. Nice job. All right. Yay. All right, Crownless, you're up. Ready? Well. Hold it. <laughs> On your mark, get set, go. It actually worked this time. Yeah, well, in my opinion, both episodes were totally very good. And the new villain for this season, I will say, okay, they are dangerous. More dangerous ones. The design of the suits, I don't like it. But anyway. I like how they change like a lot in their designs. You can see they put a lot of effort in everything they did. And actually I I actually believe they they well Cameron Rider actually died, to be honest. And it was fun to watch. The only thing I don't like like at all I didn't like was those kids or many way. I think it was a really fun episode. And that's it. Dang! Dang, man! You actually beat Proto by about a second. Yes. Uh, dang. You gonna put up with that, Proto? <laughs> well, I try not to be the fastest man alive, but oh. it, hap- it happens. Oh. I'll, 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 I'll take the L on this one. Oh, okay, okay. Good man, good man. All right, here I go. Now, you guys, I gotta say... You were good guests. You covered a lot of the important stuff. I So good job on that. This might be the fastest minute to henshin it I've ever done <laughs> in that regard. But I one of the things I like about these episodes is how much they broke from the formula, and which is always good. You, we've all watched enough Tokusatsu to know that once they get into a groove and they find their formula, they like to stick to that. Come on, we've all watched Power Rangers. We know how that goes. So when we get episodes like this that really diverge, they they stand out, and it makes them a heck of a lot more interesting. And I think that's basically done with. It seems like, judging by the episode preview, that we're going back to the Kaijin of the Week formula as Gel Shocker, Gel Shocker settles in. So I'm curious to see how it all pans out. 57, but I don't care. <laughs> Still under a minute, dang it. All righty. So we got all of our final thoughts out of the way. I want to say to both of you, thank you very much for stopping by. It was a pleasure. Yeah, no problem. Great. And thank you for having us on as well. Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> No, it's okay. It's okay. Just continue. Okay. All right. Well, like I said, thanks a lot. So, to all of you heroes of the internet, thank you for listening to Henshin Men, a tokusatsu appreciation podcast. You can find links to all our social media in the description of this episode. You can listen to more of Travis, my previous co-host, on the backlog of Kaiju Weekly. And listen to more of me on the Monster Island Film Vault and on our sister podcast in the Kaiju Ramen Podcast Network, The Power Trip. And where can the heroes of the internet find you two gentlemen? 
All righty. And to those heroes of the internet, you can catch us on That Other Toku Podcast, where we talk about the news of Tokusatsu World, of the Tokusatsu World, I should say, as well as we are currently watching and reviewing Jabon, you know, the mobile cop, the Metal Hero show. Um, so definitely check it out. We're a bi-weekly podcast. So if you're interested in seeing some updates on news or with Jabon and any other special guests that we have on or any other crazy topics that we have, definitely check us out on that other Toku podcast where it can be found on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and wherever else you can see it at. And of course, for me, ProtoSonic on Twitter, Proto underscore Sonic 720, and on Twitch at Proto underscore Sonic. Where can they find you at, Crownless? Well, you can find me on Twitch, like, and the No More Hero. Twitter, you can find me like Crownless King OP. Alrighty, if you found some enjoyment from this podcast, please consider giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podchaser. While you're at it, go do the same thing for that other Toku podcast. And until next time, what are we going to say, Crownless? It's time for us to jet, man. This podcast is part of the Kaiju Ramen Podcasting Network and is copyright 2022 Kaiju Ramen Media, LLC.